Let me illustrate. A podcast series putting the spotlight on board game artists. Hi, uh, my name is Madeleine Fjell. Uh, I've been a board game artist since January 2020. I became a board game artist because I've always loved to make illustrations and to make a very cool product at the same time seems like a good deal to me. It's also a very diverse job since I get to do a lot of different things, which I think is super fun. Uh, for example, I do bigger illustrations and then do some graphic design, and some icons and smaller illustrations. <laughs> and the art style I'm best known for, I think, is semi-realism. I don't know if I'm very known for an art style though, so... Uh. <laughs> Uh, the first board game I was an artist for was Pax Viking. But I have done a few uh, other projects before with friends that never got published. Um, the work I'm most proud of was for the board game Pax Viking, because it, it's a topic that is very dear to my heart, having grown up in a family which had been doing historic reenactment with a focus on the Viking Age since I was seven. So it was really an honor to be able to use my knowledge about the Viking Age mostly about fashion history though, uh, in this game. I like creating artwork that shows the story from moods, characters and environment, but I also enjoy just making character designs. Um, and in these illustrations I do, I also like to try and use textures sometimes. <laughs> um, I get my inspiration from history and interesting things that exist in our world. Like, I could get a lot of inspiration from a weirdly shaped tree, but also games, books, series I, uh, I like that have cool designs and ideas. I think the most important part of making artwork for board games is readability and consistency, because things need to read well and show what you need to know. And to make a nice experience, the art and mood needs to be consistent everywhere, uh, to make it more compelling and work together. I think the most challenging part of making artwork for board games is the connection between art and game design, because there's a lot of times something that looks good, but it doesn't play good. And to understand and make compromises with art to not destroy the intended gameplay is challenging. Also to make the games colorblind friendly, so it's available for more people, which I think is very important, but sometimes challenging to make the colors and shapes work. <laughs> The longest I worked on art for a board game was for Pax Viking. It took me 6-7 to seven months from start to finish, with a few other things in between. There was a lot of iterations between playtests, where I sometimes had to change a lot in the bigger art files. In my view, more board game artwork should just do what they want to do. I don't think there's a correct way to do art, and you can do use whatever style you see fit. Uh, the artists whose style I admire the most are a lot of different people, and I can't really pick between just a few. But I do love, for example, Sam Hogg, Little Ulvar, Thomas Ducek, even Admundsen, uh, because of their style, colors, designs and textures. My favorite colors are green and purple, so I'm basically a Disney villain. <laughs> uh, what very few people know about me is that I have a very big burn scar inside of my uh, left hand. It looks pretty cool, I think, and kind of like I'm a fire bender. <laughs> uh, 
if you wanted to become a board game artist yourself, I would tell you to study fundamentals and don't stress and do what you love. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can reach me on Twitter at Madelinefjall or write an email to me, which you can find on my website at madelinefjall.com. Thanks. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patron, Sean Newman. Magic Champion, Zeb Hicks. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi. Paul Grogan and Robin Kay, and Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson and Tim Vernick.